pillar of common sense. Ed reached behind him on the cabinet dresser where he had put the tray from the kitchen. Nestor, this is where my pillar comes into play. Ed handed me the sixth pillar. The pillar of common sense. The man who knows right from wrong and has good judgment and common sense is happier than the man who is immensely rich. For such wisdom is far more valuable than precious jewels. Nothing compares to it. I attached Ed's pillar to the monument. Common sense should be called uncommon sense. We've all but lost it. The pillar of common sense is developed when we choose God as our source. I considered God to be a relic instead of a resource, Nestor. I forgot about the gift of revelation. I have learned that there are two kinds of knowledge, sense knowledge and revelation knowledge. Sense knowledge is the voice of experience, including what we learn through formal education. It's, it's kind of validated truth. But there is a higher form of knowledge to be found, revelation knowledge. Nestor, it is the mother of all invention found through inspiration and creativity that God has programmed in us. I call it quantum faith. We were born with this ability, but we seem to lose it in our quest for sense knowledge. We learn to rely on memorization and not inspiration. The gift of revelation is released when we have eyes to see and ears to hear. We see a plan of action and hear the voice of wisdom to respond with common sense and good judgment. Well, Ed, where did you go wrong? My life was spent memorizing presentations, closes, and word tracks. Nestor, I was good. One of the best at selling a product. But wise planning needs to be teamed up with common sense. I am very impulsive by nature. Ed then passed the glass of water to me. On the other hand, Dennis is such a perfectionist, wanting to plan everything. Well, so common sense is the inner voice that becomes our navigator, a voice of timing and adjustment and creativity. Let me give you an example. When we planned to open an operation in another city about two hours away, we were heading into an area that was already heavily guarded by a competing company. We felt we could override this by being local and focusing on service. We were not lacking in the planning area. However, right when we were about to open it, a call came in from our distribution network. They said that our competitor had contacted them in order to begin distribution in our home area. They were coming to our town. We had awakened a sleeping giant. The competitor had the resources to cut problems, threatening not only our new markets, but our existing markets as well. We met, we prayed, and we felt we should back off. Closing our new office was hard because we were really humbled. However, this bit of common sense allowed us to sit down and concentrate on the planning of new strategies. We were planning wisely, but needed to hear the voice of common sense. Not the voice of fear, but the voice of common sense. Dennis interrupted, Nestor, when you listen to God's voice within you and do the things that he's doing, you will be blessed. Head then became very excited. We need to defeat the spirit of pride. I'm learning that. Man, I can't be right all the time. When I'm in the middle of a situation with those business wheels picking up momentum, it's hard to listen when common sense is telling you, back off. My pride says, no way, keep moving forward. Pride precedes a fall. 
As I looked at Ed, I knew the truth in what he was telling me. His eyes were ablaze with the passion of experience. So many times I had been hurt financially because of not swallowing my pride and turning back. Millions of dollars are probably lost every day because of pride, bad timing, and not knowing when to quit. Dennis then said, Nestor, good timing makes millionaires. Bad timing destroys them. Plan and respond. Common sense teaches a team how to respond, how to act and react as one in unity. Schools and consultants can teach us how to act, but only revelation, that voice of common sense, will teach us how to react. The good man who knows right from wrong and has good judgment and common sense is happier than the man who is immensely rich. Effective planning and common sense are just the ingredients that compose quality judgment. A car was pulling up the driveway and Ed stood to meet the visitor at the door. Well, that's probably Jerry, said Dennis. Jerry? Dennis, I just spoke with him yesterday. Yeah, Nestor, he called last night and said he was going to fly in, especially for this meeting. Ever since he got that new jet, he's able to take advantage of all of the divine appointments. He said last night that he is convinced God is working in your life and that you are about to experience a divine appointment. Did you know that Jerry worked for us from our start right here in California? Nestor, he thought he might have some insight to offer you on how to incorporate the pillars into your life. Jerry ran our first franchise out here in California, Ed added as he joined the two of us at the table. First franchise, right, Jerry laughed. Nestor, let me tell you about the only franchise they ever opened in California. We were working hard in this state, but things were not developing like they were back in Ohio, explained Dennis. I asked my other partners if we could open a franchise with Jerry, and they all agreed. It started slow, but boy, did it grow for him. Well, Nestor, it grew only after I died, and I died with it, said Jerry. What do you mean? I questioned a little confused. Well, Nestor, at that time, I was working two jobs because I was just trying to make ends meet. I didn't have enough cash flow to make my employee payroll, and so my accountant called me and said, Jerry, sell out. He said I would never make money and I should never have bought the franchise. Everything was in working order, but it just wasn't being blessed by God. And Nestor, that's when I died. I nervously began to laugh, but Jerry's face remained set in his serious expression. So I said, Jerry, you died? That's right, Nestor. I gave up and died to myself. I cried out to God and I gave him complete control over my company and I began functioning on these pillars of success. Jerry watched me very closely, making sure that I understood what he was telling me. God will not bless what you're doing until you become a part of what he's doing, Nestor. So Jerry, you made a change in your lifestyle? A complete restructure. God demands a personal relationship and a change of character. He wants to be in business with us. I remembered the words from a meeting asking if I was desperate and telling me there were solutions. Nestor, do you know what the good news is? God wants to be your friend. And Nestor, he has a plan. That's the way he worked in my life. It requires your action, though. 
You have to be willing to act on that belief. It's not a one-time experience that changes and zaps your life into perfection. It doesn't allow you to sit back and receive. The process will begin, but every day you are challenged in your faith to make the choices. Sometimes I fall down in front of the pillars. Other times I stumble right into them, and Nestor, there's times I've even tried to knock them over deliberately. But they are strong principles, and when they are built into your life, they share their strength with you. Well, Jerry, how did your business change? Well, first, I needed to reset my priorities. God first, family second, business third. I had already restructured my business when I received a call from John. He told me he was flying out here to meet with me about some payments that were past due. Nestor, I hung up that phone and looked at my wife, and I thought, it's over. There wasn't any way we could even make the interest payments on the franchise, let alone the equipment and royalty payments. But instead of agreeing with me, she said, Jerry, don't give up. We prayed together that night, and when John came, his visit had been sealed and stamped by God. John told me he had a message from the rest of the owners. Their business in Ohio was growing incredibly. Their realm of influence was growing, and God was blessing them. They had learned that bigger is not necessarily better. And since they were no longer going to be able to service California or my franchise, they were releasing me of all of my commitments to them and forgiving my debts. All debts, I stammered out. Everything, Nestor, was lifted off my shoulders. I cried. God had intervened for me because I owed an eternal debt to him and to them. I carry that obligation even today. My commitment to the pillar of generosity skyrocketed. I gave as never before. Uh, we had been saving for a down payment on the house, and I gave that money to help purchase the land our church needed to build on. It was my time to sow what I had into what God was doing. Nestor, it was a new day for him, Dennis smiled. Well, one day my accountant called me and said, Jerry, I've been watching your books and I figured out why your business has turned around. This is incredible because in less than a year, you moved from failure to success. I asked what he thought the reason was and he looked at the graphs and he said, it's advertising, Jerry. Ever since you started advertising, your sales have increased. Just look, the charge climbed the Time of success was month by month, but I told him there must be a mistake because we don't advertise. We haven't advertised since we opened. Well, yes, you do, Jerry. He pointed out the expense on my monthly financial statement that allotted amounts of money for advertising, but I insisted to him there must be a mistake. So he got on the phone and talked to his bookkeeper. Hey, Pat, Jerry says he doesn't advertise and yet we have expensed it out. She answered and said, Ah, oh, I've been meaning to ask you. About a year ago, Jerry began giving money to his church, and since I didn't know where to classify it, I put it under advertising. My accountant's face turned pale. Jerry, he said, Whatever you are doing, keep doing it, because this is one of the most dramatic turnarounds I've ever seen. I was given some real insight into the pillar of generosity, Nestor. I learned to sow money like a farmer sows seed. Select the fertile soil and make sure there's water. Nestor, I can speak from experience. These pillars are based on the eternal truths of God, and I've seen my life changed. 
well, Jerry, my life is already changing, but when I return to my country, those tests are going to be great. Jerry smiled. Nestor, my prayer for you is that you will build on the strong foundation, weather the storms, and give God the glory. Then you're going to be able to share your blessing with others so they will be inspired to act responsibly. You can fly back with me tomorrow. Have you ever flown in the co-pilot seat of an executive jet? <laughs> I said no, and he said, well, you're about to experience life at 41,000 feet. Things look really different from there. Well, Ed joked, I hope you liked your long visit. Ed then drove me to the airport hotel. Since I was going to be flying out early, I should not have far to go. That evening, I sat in my hotel room and I wrote out some thoughts in my journal. Plan and respond. The pillars of wise planning and common sense. God framed the heavens with his masterful plan, and yet he will respond to the needs of his children. Oh, God, I desire to have ears to hear your voice, your voice of wisdom. I watched the plains rise and fall in the sinking California sun. The sky blazed as the angled light spread out before the horizon. It was a new light that seemed to burn its brightest on the edge of the night sky. The stars speckled in darkness, and they followed closely behind. And I thought about my need for the new light and the boundaries of darkness that seemed to surround me back home, waiting to take over my well-lit skies. My mind was at peace, with my eyes admiring the dazzling light pressed thinly across the edge of the earth. The next morning, I met Jerry at the executive airport in Sacramento. We got on his Embraer jet and made the trip back to Ohio in less than four hours. Jerry explained to me, you know, Nestor, life is different at 41,000 feet. There's a jet stream that flows around the world. As a pilot, you can take advantage of that jet stream. The ground speed increases and the headwind is reduced. Nestor, God is like a tailwind. He gives us an advantage. This is the way life works. Get into the jet stream of what God is doing and your life will be easier. Nestor, you have many gifts and abilities, but I sense that you've had a lot of headwind lately. I think that's about to change. In the last years, I've been able to take these pillars that you're learning and have been able to build an incredible business. Not only does it employ almost a thousand people, but more importantly, it employs my family. You are learning the pillars one by one as you meet the guys. But remember that you're gonna be able to utilize all seven of these in your own life. You will experience a land that is flowing with milk and honey. Man, Nestor, I knew that when I met you in Medellin, that you had destiny on your life. I spoke with Federico last night and he is sure that what you are learning will impact Life Design TV and all of Latin America.
Week number six, the sixth vow. I commit to exercise common sense and resist the enemy of confusion. I have chosen a higher way of thinking. Many times my world becomes blurred with areas of compromise and confusion. Lord, please give me a sound mind and the ability to hear your clear, concise voice of common sense. Let me see the black and white boundaries that you have staked out before me. May wisdom reign in my heart so I will be able to act and react correctly. Develop my spiritual eyes so that I can see and ears so that I can hear your still, small voice. Give me the gift of revelation knowledge and release the power of unity. Show me that you are the revealer of all things. As this vow of common sense takes control of my life, give me a new resource so that I can judge motives and methods. Give me perception and insight that will allow me to see the motive behind all issues and events through your value system. Allow me to judge all things in the light of eternity. Teach me to listen before I speak. As I become a person of common sense, Allow me to hear your voice of wisdom. The pillar of common sense. The person who knows right from wrong and has good judgment and common sense is happier than the person who is immensely rich. For such wisdom is far more valuable than precious jewels. Nothing else compares to it. <laughs>